Good evening. So, we're going to resume this stuff. So, we're going to resume the, 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 the vibe. So, just to, you know, just to remind everybody, um, you know, if you have, I think most people were, were here last time, the, the, the first series. I just, it's important just if, to review, I would say, the first lecture from last series, which really discussed how a person works on Musr, which is slowly, uh, which is not only to learn it intellectually, which we'll be doing here, but as much as we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, you actually got to bring it home. And one of the reasons, actually, I gave a, a few weeks off is ideally, um, people should have been working on, on anger and patience because otherwise, it's like another lecture series. It's like you get a lecture series and certainly it has eight an effect. I don't don't get me wrong, but it's going to be a very very minor effect, lifelong, if a person doesn't inculcate it. Um, and the benefits of what we discussed last time of uh, anger and patience are eternal. I mean, literally, it transforms a person's personal happiness, personal home, tranquility. Um, it's really really worthwhile. <laughs> To, to invest in actually doing it, um, the, the, the exercises we mentioned, because as discussed, the world of the intellect is one thing, but what really changes and metamorphosizes an individual is practicing it, is implementing it, is making it part of a life. Um, you know, the, the intellectual world uh, is great, but, but more important, it's like I told someone recently, you know, you can learn about Shabbos for a hundred years. There's no comparison to keeping Shabbos. <laughs> you can learn how great Shabbos is and the, the wonders of Shabbos and how holy Shabbos is. But you got, at the end of the day, if you really want to live Shabbos, you got to keep Shabbos. And the same thing is with all these beautiful character traits. And, and as discussed last time in that first class, the purpose of life, the purpose of life, is the Vilna Goyen says, is to be misakin, is to rectify our character traits. It's the purpose of life. It enhances our life. It enhances our spouse's lives. It enhances the people around us his life. Okay? Now, yeah, you know, believe it or not, one or two people asked me what we'll be speaking about next. They wanted advance notice. They wanted uh, inside information. Uh, and, and both these people actually requested to speak about happiness. People, people are very into being happy. It's a good thing to be happy. Um... I, I'm, he does have vodka and happiness. We're not going to do that right away. And I'll tell you why. I, I'm not a believer that you can be happy. Truly, not actually, to the men yesterday, I was talking about really means happy. Happy means, you know, simcha is a basic demeanor. It's a basic demeanor. It's a basic weltanschauung. It's a basic worldview. You know, the people have moments of fun and joy, but to be in a steady state of happiness. One of the four um, prerequisites of Chaim Vital, the, the greatest, the foremost disciple of the Arizal says for prophecy is steady state happiness. Right? It means you're constantly happy. Sometimes more, sometimes less, but happy. You can't, a person will not be happy just by working on happiness things. There has to be other things in context. So the things last time we discussed, which is let's say patience and, and, and anger, that certainly contributes not only to being a calmer person, but to being a happy person. I think when we talk about gratitude now, if we could uh, inculcate gratitude, it will change our lives so much to the better on an emotional level, on our relationship to others, and our relationship to Hashem. And for those who want to be happy, we'll be a lot happier as well. We'll be a lot happier well, if we can really, really live a life of hakaris atayiv, a life of gratitude. Right? As I th- we'll have a skip in our step. And I was speaking to the men yesterday in the morning about a different topic about the moon. I said, I think it's a bizayin. It's an embarrassment that people don't come in with a skip in their step. You know, jolly in life, happy. You know, I, 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 I it kills me that people are semi-mourning their whole lives. I meet mourners every day. Now, no one's seen them with, with ashes on their head and ripped clothes, but they're, they're not enjoying life to the extent they should be. They're, they're, people are perpetually unhappy. 
at some level. Some people are real big fetchers, and some people are, are just, they may not even articulate the fetching. They may not even express it, but at some level, they're not satisfied in life. Right? They're, they're not content in life, which is a tragedy. So they live life at 60, 70, 80% instead of on 100% gears, appreciating life, utilizing life, enjoying life. Yes? And can I just say what I fully agree with what I'm saying? It seems to me there is perhaps an unfortunate culture within certain Jewish circles where if you're not heavy, you know, if you don't have that sort of a it's almost valued that sort of sadness, that sort of heaviness, because if you if you have too easy a life, you know where is your work? Like there's sort of a distrust of of joy. I, I, so we'll, we'll we'll see. That's a good question. I think I think happiness, right? Not only does Mordechai ben David say the mitzvah gedolos besimcha, it's a great mitzvah to be happy, but you know. You know, everyone knows who Mordechai ben David is, just to make sure, right? Singer, Ger Chassid, Mitzvah Gadol, Aliyos B'Simcha. But that's still, that's that's core Jewish sources. In fact, uh, the Chovas, the Vos, the Ethics of the Heart has whole sections about this. The the, the whole punishment, the rebuke of the Jewish people in in Devarim and Deuteronomy, that you didn't serve Hashem joyfully. It doesn't mean that life doesn't have challenges. Certainly, life. Every day and every moment of life is a challenge at some level. But the, the perspective that we have on these challenges and difficulties, right? Great people encounter difficulties. Now, it's always good that you, if you extend yourself, the difficulties will be more mitzvahs, right? If you push yourself to do chesed, I don't want to get on too much of a tangent, right? You'll have, the difficulties will be in extending yourself spiritually. And there'll be less on the material levels for, for many people. But I, it's not a contradiction at all. I think that we're not talking about, you know, eating chocolate and, you know, going on on, on roller coasters over, the, over here, which is pleasure-seeking. There's a very, very big difference between pleasure-seeking and being in a state of simcha. A state of simcha means that you're content in your lot. It means when you deal with a person who is stuck in traffic, if they're in a state of simcha, they're able to deal with the traffic. It doesn't mean if they had a choice, they would be not be in traffic. But they, they appreciate that, listen, if I'm in traffic, there's a reason for it. It's, it's a different reality. It doesn't take, take away the fact that there's traffic. But your question is not. I just think that it's a misconception, uh, a very, very grave misconception. Um, and certainly, if a, if a Jew lives like that, they're not going to be successful because to be successful in Yiddishkeit, in Judaism, yeah, I gotta be happy. Otherwise, you sell yourself short. When people are happy, they have energy, they have strength, they have excitement, they have passion, and they have longevity. People are nervous or anxious. I'm not, I'm not saying that they won't do anything, but they'll be less uh, successful in their endeavors. Okay. Gratitude. This is actually the Talmud. Meseches Beitzah, Untracted Beitzah. If you give a good, if you give a present to your friend, says says the Talmud, Ein Sarich Lohidio. You don't have to tell your friend you gave him a present. Shneimar Moshe Loyada ki Karen Or Panav. We know when Moses came down from Har from Sinai, he had a great shine. Okay, of course, Michelangelo when he makes a picture of Moses, what does he show? We have an artist here, right? Horns. You know where he got that from? Yeah, from the text. From Jerome, from the Vulgate, from the Vulgate. Jerome mistranslated it purposefully, uh, because he couldn't believe that anyone but for the, that the false prophet from Nazareth could have had, you know, a light. So he mistranslated, when it said, Kankaran or Panav, he put him actually with horns, and Moses came down with horns. It's in the, the Christian Vulgate. So, which is a, tr- which is a Latin translation of the, uh, Jewish Bible. So he can't remember, but Moses had, had a glow to him. Literally a glow. And God didn't tell him. He didn't even know he had a glow. So Mesivei, Ladas Kiani Hashem Mekadishchem. Amar Kashbarach Lamayishu Matana Toive Yeshu Beis Ginzei V'Shabashma Vani Mavakash Litna Liyisrael Leich Lahodia Oisam. So the Talmud typically, when it has a Mesivei, means it's, 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 a, it's a contradiction. First, the Talmud says 
God didn't tell Moses that he had this great light when he came down from Sinai. The other thing is that the Talmud says that God specifically told Moshe, tell the Jewish people what kind of fantastic gift, what kind of wonderful thing I'm giving you. I'm giving you Shabbos. You should know what Shabbos is. Hey look, hey look, right? Shabbos is holy. No, appreciate what Shabbos is. Mikan Amar Abishimim Gamliel. So Abishimim Gamliel says from the second opinion, Hanoisim Pas Latinic. If you give a little present to a kid, Sarech La La Imo. Tell the mother, listen, I gave your kid, I gave him a chocolate bar from Pars. In those days, you give him a piece of bread today, you get a piece of, of chocolate from Pars. It was a whole selection. Okay? So, we see at one level that you should tell the parents or you should still tell people when they give a gift. Lokasha says the Talmud, most is going to find out about this light. It's not, it, wasn't, it, it was something that was going to be figured out if God didn't tell him. So it's not necessary to tell him. But something that a person will never find out or won't come to know. It's a mitzvah to tell them so they can appreciate what they have. A, that's why Hashem told the Jewish people about Shabbos because they may have understated or undersold Shabbos. And that's why I should tell, tell the, the parents so the kid's not going to tell the parents where they got it from. You tell the parents the parents could appreciate the gift you gave their kids. Shabbos nami, matana de avide The Talmud says, what do you mean, Shabbos? You live Shabbos. Hey, hey, people keep Shabbos, they'll appreciate what Shabbos is. The Gemara says, no, matan scharal avide A person will never come to appreciate the eternal reward for keeping Shabbos. What the eternal reward is for keeping Shabbos. Rashi says if you tell the parents, So Rash says, why to tell the parents? So she caused a bond, she caused a connection, she caused a closeness. You know, people ask me if someone has a baby, give them a gift or not. I say, of course you should give them a gift. It's a Jewish concept. You know why? People feel good when they get gifts. It, it, it feels nice to be cared of. You're so, or someone's sick, right? You have the flu, and somebody drops off a warm pot of chicken soup. Now it causes a connection over here. We have perm coming up. I just got my first email from Mrs. Lerner about the Shalach Manus uh, campaign. Like trying to get to the dinner and the Shabbaton, but Shalach Manus, here we come, right? So, but you know what, Shalach Manus, it's a, it's a good feeling. It's, it's not people. So if somebody drops off Shalach Manus at your house, at your door. Right, beautiful arrangement of Shalach Manas. You don't see a name. Okay, you may feel a little bit good, but you don't know who to connect that love to. You don't know. You don't. If somebody drops off chicken soup, well, first of all, you may worry about the kashras, <laughs> right? But beyond that, you don't know who to thank. So instead of giving feeling a, a feeling of warmth towards a person, right, that's a loss. But this is what the Talmud says. Okay, Sugizu Isa. Shabbos. It's a revolver then, quotes, it's also a, a Mesechis in Shabbos. And he says, What kind of gift should you inform a person that you're giving him or her? Right? It's a, it's a matana. If you're not going to embarrass the person, right? if you're giving charity, right? if, you're gonna, if the person's needy and it's, it's a little bit humiliating to get, right? so then it's better not to tell the person that you're giving it to him. That's what the that's what Tosha says. How nice and stuck I should make the spash. If you have charity, the person who's getting is going to feel uncomfortable around you a little bit. There's a slight feeling of of, of shame. Ma, that about that the pasuk says matan b'seisar yichbe'af that a, a, a hidden gift takes away the wrath of God, which it's, it's an atonement for you. Not to tell the person it's a merit. Um, but staka by charity, for example, a derech haretsuya. The best way of charity is you don't know who you're giving to. Okay? Um, so you should feel well uncomfortable with him and he should know who he's getting from. Which is not the case by a gift. The Torah is careful. Right? It's important to know who's giving you a gift. Now a gift is not charity, which means it's a gratuitous. Right? You don't need it per se. Right? It may... It's, it's, or it's something that's understandable. Okay? Something which is normal to get. So you're not going to feel embarrassed. You should be appreciative. Well, if you're getting a gift, it's important that you, to know who you should appreciate. Kizet kol gather matana. The harvest chiba v'reis. 
Brooklyn. So I remember he used to say, he was a big tzaddik, you know, so he used to say that when you're engaged to somebody, it's important, you know, there's Jewish customs, the chassan gives something to the kala, the groom gives to the bride, the bride gives to the groom, right, there's a ring, there's a watch, all kinds of things. These are important things, it creates a, 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 a connection, right, you know, if you get balloons before you're engaged from your your chassan before your shabbos color, flowers or whatever you like, chocolates, right, dark chocolate, whatever it may be, it it creates not just that it, it creates a bond, right? It creates a bond. So it's important to know who you're getting it from, right? If you get a birthday card, happy birthday, not signed, it's nice, something better than nothing. <laughs> You know, you read these stories about people who, uh, you know, these tragic stories, like people who write themselves birthday cards because nobody remembers their birthday. Like, like you know, your heart cries for such people, right? Nobody remembers their anniversary. Dear so-and-so, happy anniversary. I mean, these are true stories. But you know what it is to get a card with somebody signing and their name? I thought about you on your birthday. It creates a connection. creates a bond, and it's important to know that, right? It's important to know it for the for the giver and for the taker as well, sweet soon as well. Because um, it, it creates a connection. The cost of Admor, by that the great Mashkiach the Mir, who was a teacher of Olbab, not like we think that having gratitude or being an ingrate who begather my love Yisar and Hechshert, whether you're a pious person. A righteous person is a great, gracious person. He's, he has gratitude. Gracious. He has the gratitude. The sense of Akara Satayv. It's a great, it's an act of piety. Like, it's no, it's an absolute obligation to have gratitude to the people who give you this world. If you don't have gratitude to the people who give you, who benefit you in this world, you're a gazlan. You're stealing, and if you, you don't allow the person to have gratitude, you're you're, you're causing the stealing. You're you're, you're complicit. Valpi did mamish different, completely different. You know what's what do they call this generation? The me generation. Ever heard of that term? The me generation. What? Well, the me generation. I don't know. That's different. 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 Yeah. Different focuses. So, uh, I mean, it's me. Everything about, everything is, well, life, egocentric. The Torah is absolute obligation. Anyone who gives anything good in this world, we're obligated to stop, to think, to recognize, how Karsta means to recognize the good. First of all, the, 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 what, what you got, and then and to appreciate the gift that you got. Right? Anytime we have something that's a gift, something that's good, right? it's something to stop and to, to appreciate. What an unbelievable thing. Right? Somebody gave me something, oh, this is great. Thank you. A, a good feeling. Stop and appreciate the gift. Hakaras Hataiv. Himida says a revolva, Hakara Satov, recognizing the good, i.e., gratitude, is a character trait, Hanayhagis ben Adam Vichavero, between a person and his friend. We'll see, by the way, a few of Hakara Satov, how it will change your relationship to your spouse, and vice versa, spouse to you. Hakara Satov, a child to a parent, a parent to a child. Friends to teachers, right? It's you, your relationship to people around you. If you appreciate the good that they give you, it's a different galaxy than Adam Lachavero. Well, it changes your Ben Adam Lachavero. Can you imagine when you stop and you appreciate the gifts to God? <laughs> your relationship when you come into show and you think of what Hashem has given you in this world, right? Ben Adam Lamakim. And it will, you know, we're all going to embellish on it. Please stay f- next few weeks. we we'll just be gone. Uh, and even, there's a caveat, God has appreciation when we give to Him. We don't really give to Him, but we act like we're giving Hashem. 
This whole parshas, Ich Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Creator of the world, is Makir Toiva La Adam. God appreciates when man makes efforts, and He requites the good that we give, and He appreciates His gratitude. For example, the parshas of the Nadavas Anasim, when the, the Nasim by the when the Mishkan was uh, consecrated. And they all gave gifts. There were gifts of the, the, the elders, the, the, the princes of the tribes. Shikasu Sham Haramban, the great Spanish sage Nachmanides points out, God gave honor to those who fear him. As the verse says, You honor me, God says, I'll honor you. God was had gratitude. <laughs> Uh, they, these people honor God so they got honor out of God's appreciation God recognized each one for their offering and appreciated every single one and he brings a couple more examples like this Al Lanu, don't make a mistake, says Revolbe. We think gratitude. Most people, most of us at this table, who are people who come to this class, fantastic. We're, we're working ourselves. That's a great thing to do. We're not just following the flow of life. But most of us, at some level, we don't look at our relationship to God as Hakar Satov. Most people, their relationship to God is give me, give me, give me. <laughs> when they want to have a baby, they cry to God. When they want to get married, they cry to God. When they want to have a partner, they cry to God. Right? When they want to, uh, you know, get, get up, fix a relationship, so they cry to God. I mean, most of us, it's a give me relationship. That's, that's you know, you know, it, very few of us is like thank you, Hashem. <laughs> God, you give me so much. Thank you, Hashem. You can't, you can't control yourself. You say a bracha when you make a bracha. Right? Most of us, we say a bracha, you know, an apple, we don't really thank God. At best, we do a religious ritual. We do a religious ritual. I'm I'm obligated to make a bracha. And even if you're a frumayid, just stolen, you know what a frumayid is? A really religious Jew. Well, really religious, can I say, Marich! You know, a bracha like that, you maybe even put it in your hat if you're a guy, your lady, you know, most of us aren't thinking of the appreciation of that, but we're just like thinking of the words. Like, I'm gonna say the bracha kavana. It's not like we're sitting there appreciating an apple. I, I, my cousin is married to a granddaughter, one of the the great tzaddikim who passed away. Actually, he passed away the day I got married. <laughs> this is the day I got married. His name was Victor Miller. Okay, so my father-in-law had learned by Rabbi Miller he used to drive him around. So I remember he went to Levi, but he couldn't because okay, we his daughter was getting married that day, so it didn't work out. Uh, but one of his grandchildren once said that he was once hid under the table in his house. He had, he had no idea he was there. He was there the whole day. And he heard Rabbi Miller saying a brocha on an apple. And before he made a brocha on an apple, he said, Oh, Hashem, what a beautiful apple you gave me. It's so juicy. So tasty. You could have just given me the nutrition like a vitamin. And you could have made it ugly and it could have been tasty, but it's red. And it's shiny. And he's thinking that an apple like this. And it wasn't fake. I tell you, when he was eating an apple, like he won the lottery. That's how he felt. That's a Jew who loved and appreciated God. Right? Most of us, at best, we have a karasatov to people if we remember sometimes. If, or if they remind us. <laughs> or if we're, or, or we're forced to. We relate our relation to Hashem, and, and, and I mean this for our benefit, you should think about it. Our relation to Hashem is, when do we cry? When do we dive and long? When do, it's when we need something. I mean, when life is tough. Life is difficult. You know, God, please, I'm your loyal servant. And then we get, we get from Hashem, I need this money to give stock up. This is what you want, Hashem. It's all true. I'm not taking away any of that. We should cry to Hashem when we need something. If we're crying to Hashem when we need that's a great thing. But guess what? <laughs> Think about a relationship in human terms. Right? Now, it's good to cry to Hashem. I don't want to take away anyone's crying to Hashem. I, I, it's a fantastic thing. But if all our whole relationship is crying to Hashem when we need, when we're needy, right? That means we're always going to feel lacking, eh? <laughs> 
<laughs> our whole relationship to Hashem is when we're lacking. We don't have the appreciation. So we're, we're, is we feel lacking in this world. Right? So we don't. We walk away mourning. I gave an example yesterday. Again, I wasn't even talking about Hakkar's stuff, but just an example. I have young ladies come to my office who want to get married. Okay? want to get married. There is nothing more important in life. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing for a man or lady at the appropriate age to get married. Okay? Until you're married, you are half a soul, half a body. Right? Yiddishkeit, Judaism stresses that marriage completes a person are not only obviously on a physical level but on a spiritual level it's the highest it bonds you it completes you if you marry the right person it will better you in every form or fashion there's nothing more important and, 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 and what I was discussing was you need to have a burning desire to get married mom is your burning desire if you don't have a I, I, I was dealing with someone recently a gentleman was a student of mine not living in, on, on, the, on the west coast he's living on the east coast so I took him to a gobble so he said he asked the Gadol to get married this person his approach to marriage is like on his free time between his job you know and his, and his exercise and his learning he wants to get married so like and he's already an older person so I, this guy doesn't need to get a bracha to get married I, I asked him no he doesn't need a bracha to get married he needs a bracha to desire to get married <laughs> he needs, his priorities are wrong what he's really lacking is an absolute burning desire to get married he, he doesn't realize how lacking he is without being married. So let's say you have a person, a young lady in particular. Young ladies are more spiritually sensitive. So a girl at a younger age will feel a desire. My sister was like 21. She was like going crazy. She wasn't married. Right? She's going crazy. She now has a kid. Baruch Hashem is my youngest sibling. Right? Baruch Hashem. But she was, you know, there's a strong feeling of the, the desire to, to build a Jewish home to get to the next step so it's a fantastic thing one problem marriage takes two <laughs> and you don't meet someone day one so it can take a person a year two three four five sometimes right to meet somebody longer uh, longer right, <laughs> right? But, so does that mean and you're, you're a person sensitive right they, they know that you're going to mourn for for one, two, three, four, five, or longer, right? I mean, you're going to sit there half of a life, you're going to just be like comatose through life, like, I, I'm, of course not. She doesn't want us to be more, he wants us to be proactive, he wants us to cry to him, but he wants us to be happy too. He wants us to recognize that Hashem runs the world, I have to do my part, right? And so, so I, that was a time of the moon, I don't want to go there right now, but the point is, if all our relationship to God is when we cry, that's a part of off relationship. Right, and we don't appreciate life. We're not happy. Oh, I'm not married. Uh, I don't have my kids. I don't have a job. I don't have. I'm sickly. Why me? Right, you don't. You don't live life happy. So until you get married, until you have a kid, until you get the job, until you get healthy, you're not living life. That's what Hashem wants from us. Right, there's always going to be things we lack. That's oilam hazeh. This world, some are more crucial. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> there are levels of things we lack, right? You know, but but no matter what, Hashem every day of our life wants us to be happy. Right? The point of life is not to sit there mourning. We can you imagine a young girl one, at 22 is desperate to get married to to be. She wants to marry a tzaddik, and she wants to build a Yiddish stub, a Jewish home. Right? And she wants to raise Jewish children. I mean, you can't get better than that. How, I mean, how can you take away this young girl's dream? This is fantastic. She she has the beautiful hashkafas, a beautiful worldview, and that's what a young girl should want to have. Right? Imagine this girl is not destined to get married to 28. Do you think God's plan is for her from 22 to 28 to sit there mourning? She should appreciate every single day she has. She should live life and love life. What a tragedy if a young girl wastes six years of her prime of her life, six of the best years of her life, from 22 to 28 mourning. Ah, she's not fully mourning. She has fun sometimes. But she's mourning at some level. I mean, she's not at 20. She's mourning at some level. That would be a tragedy. That would be a tragedy. Shem wants us to be. The only thing we're going to do is we have to appreciate the good. Right? You have to be thankful for all the, uh, all the time of us. People make mistakes as a role, but they think that Akaras, I'll tell you, that gratitude is I, the relation to people. They don't, they don't think God gratitude. How many of us do we say, Maidani, do we think Maidani, thank God I'm alive? And we see, ah, oh, I can see, I can smell, you know, like once in a while, like once in, like in, in a nice day like today, it gets 
Nice warm weather. We see a flower. Wow. But most of our lives, we don't we walk around with gratitude towards God. Thank you, Hashem. Read Tehillim. I, I love Tehillim. I mean, are you read how David Amalek looked at the world. Read Tehillim. See how David looked around life. I mean, you want to talk about trials and tribulations. Uh, you look at the life of David. I mean, his brother scorned him. His father was unsure of his yichus. His father tried to kill him. His wife was taken away from his sons rebelled. I mean, like, you can't even imagine a life like that. I mean, God, uh, uh, King David, everything is beautiful in the world. I mean, he recognizes, Hashem, I love you. I appreciate Thank you, God. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's why Mashiach comes from David. I mean, it's, it's such a trait. Right? So people make a mistake. They think gratitude between man and man he says but the truth is it's not man and man man and God it's between man and himself it's how we view the world Hashem says to Moshe actually I spoke about this recently take your stick and hit the waters of uh, of, of Mitzrayim all of each land is going to be blood. My my two sons, every time blood this whole week, you know, <laughs> Dom, they're very into into blood right now. Hey, everything is blood. Hey, if you want to visualize it, you can ask my two sons. I'll help you with this. So the Amru Bemedrish, the Amru Bemedrish, Lama Lulaka Amai Amai Moshe. Why wasn't the Why wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu who was the one who hit the the sea? Remember. I discussed it. You can listen to the, the CD from my Shabbos lecture. If it exists, please tell me. Uh, right, right. Why Moshe could have kissed the water? He could have. He could, why, obviously, it was a lesson to be taught that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't hit the water. God could have made it in a million different ways that the water didn't turn to blood. Not from Moshe. Right? This water that, that you were saved in, that you were saved in, you can't be involved in the blood. Even though the, the turning to blood was a Kiddush Hashem. Oh, what a Kiddush Hashem. What a, what a sanctification in God's eyes. At some level, it was a, a, a negative for the water. You can't be involved, Moshe. So two but Tzvadeah by the frogs. Aaron had to hit it for the same reason. And by Kinim, by the lice, Moshe hit the ground. Uh, Aaron hit the ground on Moshe because... The ground, Moshe hit in the ground when he killed the Egyptian. So, Cesar Volba, water and dirt the ground, they don't feel the hit. They're inanimate. The Shavalahem in Moshe in Humake O Aaron, of a Moshe Chayv Lahakulem Toivisha Hakino Aleno. Moshe had to have gratitude even to the inanimate ground. Even that sensitivity of gratitude. We have to have our karasatav. It's not between us and God, us and man. It's between us and ourselves. It means we have to look at the world and what benefits us, and that obligates us. Right? The ground, there's nothing. The ground doesn't get anything. The world doesn't get anything, but we gain something. When our perspective is that we appreciate things that benefit us in this world, when I spoke about this on Shabbos, I think it was giving a taste a few weeks ago. I mentioned. That the Katskarebo, when he would put clothes that were worn out, he wouldn't throw it straight to the garbage. He would wrap it up first because he appreciated the shoes that took it, that let him walk on it. That wasn't a he wasn't appreciating the shoes. It was a recognition in himself, right? That I benefited from the shoes. It changes. It was a perspective changer. I mentioned that Rav Gustman used to water the flowers in Israel because when he was in the Holocaust as a partisan. In the, in the forests of Lithuania, he lives off, off flowers, and wildflowers. So he water flowers to appreciate what the flowers gave him in the world. Do you know what that does to Rav Gusman? It changes his perspective of the world. <laughs> if he waters those flowers, he's gr- a grateful person. Do you know what that does to a person's whole character? To be a person who appreciates in this world. Now it's, then it's natural to appreciate people in Hashem. Right? If we appreciate all the good that comes to us, right? it's natural, and that's what we're going to be working on. So we'll start the first vod today. Amazing. Yeah. It's interesting that Hashem let Aaron strike the water in the sand because he benefited; it saved his brother's life. But this is a personal thing, as you said. Right. It's a personal. It's 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 a personal, and 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 it could be in certain circumstances 
for example, obviously if somebody helps your children, you are you are indebted because they're helping you. But you know that that there's it, it's it's a less of it than your children themselves happens to be. You're, you, you know, although your children are great, they may not even have they at this point may not have as much appreciation as you do. But really, the more savvy we are, the more we can appreciate the gifts that we have, right? Um, so we do the first vod. And remember, if we could just think about this, just stop for a moment. Can you imagine a life? Can you imagine waking up and appreciating life, appreciating even our difficulties, our, our the people around us, the gifts that we have, the... Right, the, the the abilities that we have, the opportunities that we have, how that would change our personal happiness in this world, how that would change our, the the depth of our relationships with individuals and Hashem. I mean, if we so this, I mean, this is a different galaxy. It's a different Volta a different worldview. How a person lives in the world, and it affects everything. So remember that this is the goal for us. If we don't do these exercises, I'll tell you what will happen. We're now past anger. So in six months from now, we past gratitude, whatever it will be, it will, will gain something. I'm positive anyone who comes here listens to these classes, they will gain something, but nearly enough of what they could gain. I, I just want to stress, you know, the, the, the exercises we discuss for our benefits. We, we gain. And the, the, the time invested is eternal. It, 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 it's like... You know, like a person is on a job, and if they just take the, the training and they would imp- implement it, their whole job would be better for eternity. Right? But they just still not job doing the old thing. It just doesn't make sense. Right? So we do that very often in life. We hear beautiful lessons from the Torah, and, and because we don't know how to implement it, they just stay beautiful lessons. So of course, everything we hear, right? Hearing is extraordinarily important. I, I just I, I'm giving a class tomorrow night for the men. So I would encourage you to send your husbands about Shmir Seinayim. Watching your eyes. Watching the eyes of a man. Men are weak creatures. Extraordinarily weak. And the eyes are, 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 are windows to the soul. Right? And certainly everything we see at certain levels right, it, it affects us. Men and ladies. Just men in certain areas it really affects. And, and you know so we're always affected by what we hear and we see. That's for sure. Listening to Torah, it, 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 it goes into our ears, it goes through our brains and through our souls. It has a purifying effect. It has a purifying effect, but if you want it to become part of us, if you want to become holy and halic, which is the point of life, we've got to actually make efforts. And these vadin, these, these lessons, are, are, are empower us to really inculcate uh, these trans lessons. And, and quite frankly, right, if we do... Our rest of our lives could be on a higher plateau. It's not all or none here. A, any level, any extra gratitude that we get a, is fantastic. If we raise the bar even a little bit, we've bettered our whole this world and our whole next world just by doing that. A, our blessings on food will be different. Our blessings on food will be different. Our prayer will be different. We say it's will be different. We call our parents, or if a person's not fortunate enough to have parents alive and they think about them on their yard site, it will be different. Right? When, when, we, when, when we deal with our spouses, right? even though he forgot to have the garbage again, you know, we deal with our children, right? it will be different because we have gratitude. Right? It's just a different, it's a different galaxy. Um, and, I, and I say this because it's something that we should all yearn for, but the way it will become real is by, by really implementing uh, these vadim and these exercises. Okay? I also just stress, the good thing about being on, on tape is that you can listen to it in the car or as you're washing dishes. You know, it's not, you know, it doesn't have, just to review, because if you want to implement it, the more you hear things, it's not me, I'm, you know, you can hear me whatever you want, but it's the words of the text that really are important, and the more we're conscious of it, if we're working on it, the more we'll, we'll bring it a part of our lives. You know, the, the thing about working about a one meda, one character trait at a time, what it does is it allows us to focus on it. It's very hard to focus on three different midas, right? And the point of this this series is to focus on one meda at a time, because that's the way you can really make a dent. So the first vod. 
Hamakir Tevra Shechavero Hatevra So their friends Or your Your loved ones Hamakir Tevra Shechavero Hatevra Yodea Shechavero Oyavo A person who stops And thinks of the good That somebody does for them They know that their friend Loves them They feel the, the love The care The concern Of their friend Of their relative Uchamayim ha'panim ha'panim, as the verse, the pasuk says in Mishle in Proverbs, like like water, like you see a reflection of water. Kain leiv ha'adam ha'adam. If you feel love, you will give love. If you stop and you feel my husband, he took out the garbage for me. He filled up. He made me my favorite coffee. You will give him more love, right? If you feel love towards your parent, you will give them more love. When you feel, when you stop and appreciate the love, you will give more love. And on the contrary, if you're stopping your friend, your friend gave me something, my friend said, Shalom Aleichem, he called to say what I'm doing, and you, call, and you feel good, and he calls, you call him back, or her back, you increase friendliness, warmness, goodness amongst the Jewish people. Stopping and appreciating the good is my it, it it causes love. We have a few parents in the room. If any of our children stopped and thought, they're still young. My mine are pretty young. Uh, I, can you imagine they realize what in the world it means to take them to the doctor in the middle of the day? You know, in the middle of the night. Or if we think about our own parents, like we're you know. How many of us ever think about this? Really? Does anyone think about that our parents fed us, our mother you know, nursed us, or gave us bottles, whatever it been? Right? We just stop and we appreciate what that meant. Right? They paid for our school. Uh, I, as I paid for my tuition, <laughs> I was paid for it for a long time. You know, I was invested in. Hey, right? appreciate it. How many of us stop and appreciate these type of things? I, I literally I believe if we'd ever have a car for a spouse, we would love our spouse a hundred times more. Right? We think you know we're supposed to get married. Like plenty of people don't get married. Plenty of hard marriages. I realize you know my spouse he, he loves me, she loves me, he takes care of me. This I and even if they're not perfect, no one marries no no one's perfect in the world. I'm not perfect either. <laughs> Uh, and you stop and you think about that and you appreciate the good it's like it's, and, it's, and it's ricochets you appreciate you have more love and it causes more love this is a tremendous foundation on the wisdom of having good character traits that's only in relation to Hashem as we'll see as well it's such a foundational character trait. And the fact that you hear that recognizing the good causes love. If you don't have appreciation, it won't last. It won't last. If you don't have gratitude in your relationship, whether it's to Hashem, to your friend, to a spouse, it's not going to last. Right? It, 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 it won't be as passionate. Marshall Ebenezer, give an example of, 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 of a married couple. Even if they're passionate, excited, in love, givey, givey in the beginning. And if over the years, right? Right? You don't appreciate the good. You'll start thinking, oh, who could I have married? Look at me. Or what, what could I have done? Right? I, oh, I've settled. This guy just barely does something. Or she or he. Right? And the contrary, you can even hate, come to have a, 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 a disdain. It may not be a full disdain. It may be a partial disdain. Or an annoyance with your spouse. It's everything. I've never met a kid. I've never met. I'm telling you, I've been rabbi for six years. I've probably been in Jewish education for ten years. I've done uh, many children and parents. I know I'm not from Shmuel Kamenetsky, but I've dealt with it enough. <laughs> okay, I've never met a kid who appreciated their parents, right? Who had talked about their parents and had friction. 
everyone has tensions. But it's when when do people have friction? It's when they can't appreciate the good. When they're just blinded and they just don't see the good. All they see is the problems. Right? If a kid's talk, walking and talking, my mother, my father, they do this to me. I don't hear the complaints. You know what I hear the complaints? So I, what do your parents do? For, I don't know. They just torture me. They nag, she nags me. They give me a hard time. You just don't, you don't hear them talking the good. You have to, you almost want to counsel these kids like, you mean your parents don't do anything for you? They don't, they, they don't, don't pay for you? I don't know. Like you, you don't hear it. The minute you hear a kid say, my mother, my father, they, they love me. They do this for me. You don't hear the complaints. And when you hear it, they, it's mitigated. It's like poo-poo almost. Right? It's when you can't see the good. Right? Or it's just, it's just not there. I, I, I'm waiting for a day for someone to come to my office. My parents are fantastic. They do this and 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 this, and this for me. But, no, I have had a few people say, I love my parents. They're great. They're this. Happens you need to know how to communicate something. Like, that happens. That's normal. <laughs> right? Communication skills. But you're not ingra- you, you don't view them as evil people. You view them as fantastic. And because you view them as fantastic, you want to deal with the situation correctly. Right? That's, that's normal. That's a good thing. But when you hear people, when they, when that, but you hear people that they, 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 they can't find something good, then you can hear the real complaints. Right? You can hear, like, like the same parents who give this kid. I had one family, two different kids, you know, like different galaxies of stories. Like, uh, you know, uh, somebody recently told, told me they're dealing with twins. You know, and the twins. Now, there's there is no question that people perceive things differently. But the number one, I would say, the difference in the kids growing in the same house is one kid has a sense of gratitude and appreciation, and one not. You know, there are different kids who have different stories. This kid has a learning disability. This kid has this. There's no question. But the bottom line is, if a kid has gratitude, hakara satov, the complaints are very little. It's in his marriage, right? I, 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 people don't come to my office and say, Levine, my wife, she makes my favorite foods. She, she puts her makeup for me. She, she, she makes my bed. She calls me. She takes care of me when I'm sick. But that lazy lady, you know, they don't do that. Yeah, it doesn't happen that way. It's, it's, you know, that lazy lady. So, you mean she doesn't do anything for her? I don't know what she does for me. You just, there's no, there's no recognition of the good, right? It is, it's just, if you, if you're living Hakara Satayev, that whole relationship means even the things that should bother you, they really don't bother you. Or you mitigate them. Because you're focusing on the good. It's like the good's overwhelming. And it, it's not a focus. I mean, so it changes everything. But in Vahirim, you have a partner. Oh, my partner is a great guy. I mean, so the conflicts are mitigated. That's good. Every partnership has tensions, right? You know, different strokes for different folks. People think differently, right? But successful partnerships are people who recognize and focus on the good of it. Balabai's to Paul, employers and worker, uh, employees and employers. It's impossible. When people are living together for many years or many times for long, for long, for long, with long-standing relationships, people are going to get, you know, bad days, annoyances, difficulties, lack of, you know, what you we wouldn't want. A culture you hold the door If as long as you recognize the good, you can you can work with a person. One of the Amorayim Rav had a very, uh, I wouldn't call her evil, but difficult wife. Contentious. <laughs> contentious. contentious, very difficult, right? More, right contentious mm-hmm. is a good word. And but he was he he stayed married and he was he was happy. Believe it or not, you know why? Because he focused. She raises my children and she saves me from. Sin. That was his focus on his wife. I, even in a really difficult marriage, I, he was happy because he focused on the good that she gave him. Says the Rosh, the, the people generally blind themselves from the good, and they, they sit there and they focus on the, on the bad. 
then they harp on it and they focus on it and they and, and that becomes hey you know a person could have a wonderful life wonderful kids and they're just hey something's not the way they like it I, I, and they, they don't appreciate anything they have. <laughs> they're, like, they're like almost blinded by all of the good in life. I, they're just like, and they have so much, so many wonderful things, and they're missing one thing that they want, or, or, or you know, in their whether it's in life or in their spouse, in their children, in their, their job, and they're, and they're just miserable people, right? Because they're focusing on the bad. The classic example being Haman. Right, and, Yesh, and, he, and he was miserable. He was right, and so that came already from his ancestor Esav, mm-hmm. right, of Yesh Lirav. Um, so, Marav Eifo Chachilas Avida Makaras Atov Islam and Bachitia Tiapach said, We need to literally inculcate in, 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 in to our, our nature should be one of gratitude. If we have gratitude in our na- as our nature, appreciation, we will metamorphosize the relation to every person everything we do in this world we say you gotta connect it right gratitude can't just be thinking gratitude which is already a step <laughs> most of us go through life you know I'm positive that many of our loved ones or people without today did, did us favors or did something for us at some level right or how about this or, or, or we're still the beneficiaries of this to this day. You know, I imagine everyone's in this room. Pay, their parents took care of them. They pay for their. You know, it's not their. You know, if you know, you know yeshiva, you know, you know your parents pay for your day school education. But we're still the beneficiaries. They pay for our college. Whatever they, however they help. We're we're benefiting today. You know, most people they thank their parents at graduation tw- twenty three years ago. And I don't know how many more. How about I gained today from that education that they gave me. Right. My mommy told me to say please and thank you. I, I'm now, I got a job because I know I say please and thank you. I got married because I know I say please and thank you. So shouldn't I appreciate that today? You know what we say in hollow? What do we say in hollow? I always think about this in hollow. Hodu Hashem Ki Toiv. Ki Oilam Chazdo. Right? Thank Hashem because He's good. He's Chesed forever. Somebody helps you. It doesn't disappear with time. Right? Somebody helped you. It doesn't disappear at the time. That that they they helped they changed your life course at some level. At some sometimes they majorly they set you up to get married. Fantastic. They changed your whole life. Even if you haven't seen them for thirty years, you're indebted to them. Right? Hey, your mother taught you something when you were four. Oh, why are you picking them up? The father taught you something when you were four years old. Right? Father teach also. Right? You thank your father. By the way, fathers, I, I, in, in some families, get no appreciation. It's like the mother's one's home. Father works, 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 works. Kids don't even realize where their money comes from. Right? Kids don't realize where their money comes from. Right? And, and, you know, you, you, you have this a classic example of the, the father's a little bit removed from the house. And the kid never, you know, appreciates what the father gave. Of course, you know, it's easier to st- the person you deal with. It, it could be a lot of things that come from the father. We could never stop to think about that. Right? So both of the father and the mother, to think about the eternal good that they gave you. The eternal good that they gave you. But it has to be connected to deeds. Yemetzinu, we find in Parshat Bikurim, right, the first fruits of the Jewish people brought up in the time of the temple. Shneemar Sham Uvas Elakayin. You would bring it up to the Kayin, the first fruits, and you would say that I am, this is based on Rashi, I'm not a person who's ungrateful. God, you gave me fruit, I'm bringing my first fruit. Thank you, Hashem! Hold Hashem Kitoiv. When you bring up the first fruit, you gotta articulate it. Thank you, Hashem. It's not enough to have an, a warm feeling in your heart. I, my, I, I, I love my spouse. I love my parents. I love my children. I love my boss. Of course, I love my rabbi. Right? right. So you get it actually. Thank you. And you have to articulate it. It's not enough just to say, you know, the, 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 I, I'm trying to remember who said this. 
that the saddest words the words never said. Right? The people who could have thanked their parents, thanked their loved ones, thanked their teachers, and they don't have the chance anymore. Right? Don't just think it. Say it. Right? But not only because you may lose the opportunity, because that's what the Torah wants from us. That's the, that's how we bring it out to the fore. That's how we increase it. Right? That's how you you concretize it. You take the potential to kinetic. Right? You bring what's inside to outside. Eva, when did they do this? Shalosh, Nislam Eva, Shalosh, Parmen, Bayom, Lahakir, Atayvish, Aisim, Lanabri, Adam. So now we're getting to the thing. Every single day. Okay? Starting now. Starting today is, tonight is Yud, Shvatz. We're even going into two Bishvatz. It's a great week to do this. Right? All the fruits, right? Yud, Shvatz. Right? Every day, you gotta stop, he says, Revolva. Think of three things that a person did for us and say thank you right or more effusive than, than that thank you thank you so much really appreciate this stop and think about it three people a day three times a day right? it doesn't have to be that somebody paid off your, your loan somebody picked you up from the hospital somebody you know the mailman just gave you the mail <laughs> thank you so much right the doctor took care of you really I appreciate the doctor took care of me Right? Certainly, if a loved one, stop and think about it. Articulate, thank you. Right? I, you, you, you specifically asked your husband to stop by for lunch, and he stopped by. Thank you. It wasn't easy for me to change his whole schedule that day. Thank you. Three people every day. Right? Right? A person selling the store, go to parts. If you got lots of thank yous, it's a good thing. Uh, and this is how you chew about pars. I'm not just saying to promote. If you ask the Kalunas to get them, they'll get it for you. Right? I, I, I know this, my wife gets all the time. Gets, for Pesach, I just, there's a whole order going on for Pesach. What can we get for you? I, I'm, not, I'm sure people say thank you to you. But I imagine sometimes it's not easy to get. Right? You have to look around. Right? And people take it for granted after a while. Right? Of course it just came easy. Right? It's, it's not, you should thank them. Right? First, you thank them for being open. They provide a service to the whole community. Right? But that's the only with parts. Let's say you're not in, of course, if you're in San Jose, you go to parts. But if you're not in San Jose, you're going to some strange neighborhood like, I don't know, San Francisco, uh, Oakland, these faraway places, right? You're going to visit. Let alone like Seattle, these, these, these countries. Uh, so, uh, you're, uh, you're somewhere else. Somebody go to a store. You don't even know the proprietors. You don't know where they are. You don't have nothing to do with them. They provided you a service. You needed your chal of Yisrael milk, and now they got it for you. Right? You wouldn't get it otherwise. You can't imagine what it would have been without your Lieber's cookies. What would life have been that day without my Lieber's cookies? They had the Lieber's Thank you. Right? That's a, it's a very small thing, perhaps. Right? right? It's a small thing, but it's, it's something, to, something to appreciate. Right? Someone serviced you. You had a post office person. They did you, the fact that they're getting paid doesn't take away the, the fact that they helped you. Right. Uh, he knows in a for me it's a good. Imagine your meal doesn't come that day. Right. Today, Martin Luther King Day, no mail. There's no mail today. No mail, right? No mail, Martin Luther King Day. So, we, to some of us are like waiting for the mail. Right? It bothers us. We're expecting, most of us, if you get, if you have a birthday card coming, right? If you're, you're, you're waiting for the card. If we, when we want mail, we, have, we, we wait for it. Why wouldn't we say thank you and we get it? You go to a doctor. Right? I mean, it's even a service. Somebody helps you. The fact that getting paid doesn't change the fact that they're helping you. Somebody gives us uh, food. You know, they're servicing us. I tell you, my wife, when the, when the cleaning ladies come in there every week, she's very grateful. <laughs> she's, you know, you know, for the, you know, for the first time or whatever, since my kids, you know, the hurricane came through. Usually there's, a, there's about five hurricanes a day in my house. Uh, six, once the shift gets, my, my youngest is only, is not, is too young to make a hurricane. My old five olds are capable of messing up the house quite quickly, especially my two sons. So, I mean, it's a great thing. They are, help, in fact, they were paying them for doing me a tremendous service. My house was a Bahala. Right? You know, I don't complain. My wife, you know, I'm fine. My wife is like thrilled that they come. Thrilled. Thank you. 
to appreciate wow my house was dirty I didn't have my meal and I was really anxious to see what the spill is I was nervous about my kids cold and now the doctor gave me a prescription and told me I don't need a prescription now I know I can walk around without a prescription I was starving for my empire chicken and now I have my empire chicken right I needed my renaissance call and now I'm thank you right I, these are these are even our, not our intimate things right Certainly, your husband calls you at lunchtime, right? He's a busy guy. He has 15 things to do. He called me. Thanks so much for calling. It's expected he calls me. What if he didn't call me that day? Well, maybe I would. My, maybe my day would have been a little less cherry that day. Thank you for calling me. I appreciate the fact that you called me today. That's very kind of you that you called me today, right? My brother called me today to see how I'm doing. My brother's brother has to call me. Thank you for calling me, my dear brother. I haven't spoken to you for two weeks. It's nice to, to speak to you. What a treat it is to speak to you. Thank you for calling me. After the call, I appreciate that your brother called. A good word. My gratitude. Certainly, if somebody really helped us, right? Right? Somebody really helped us. Somebody really helped. We were, we were sad today. We had a difficult day. We had to work. Somebody put me in a good mood. What did a chassid? Somebody put me in a great mood. Somebody sent me a picture of my child at the carnival. And I would never have had this picture. Thank you. Somebody came and told me my, well not my husband, one of your husbands are the best guy. You know, it makes you, puts you in a good mood. My, you know, you said, your husband's helped me out tremendously. They gave your husband a compliment. And that made your day better. Yeah, you know, I mean, appreciate all of, all of these things in life. In Islam, in Islam, you'll see a world full of chesed. A world full of, of good. We'll create me. First of all, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm unique. I like giving to people who are appreciative. Someone says thank you. I, I, it induces me it, 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 to do more for this person. They're appreciative, right? I do something for uh, you know. I, I try it for everyone. I'm, I'm like everyone else. But if somebody says thank you so much, I really, really appreciate this. You know, please. You know, this is this is great. Thank you. I think it's natural to want to do more for that person, as opposed to being either stonewalled or forgotten. Or even better, sometimes you help a person and they attack you. You know, you know, it, it's so, you know, you really that sh- strongly encouraged me to help that person again, right? They attack me for helping them. I mean, who in the world is going to want to help such a person? In our case, we help people anyways. We feel bad for them out of, out of mercy. <laughs> but now out of love, love, so someone's grateful, not only are you helping yourself, you're active, you're going to, you're going to have great relationships. Because people want to invest with you. People want to be around a, 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 a grateful person. They're a good person to be around. They're, not only are they quote-unquote fun, they're, they're nice, they're caring, they're considerate. Right? People want to spend time with people who are grateful. People want to do things for people who are grateful. Right? Because they, they're appreciated. Everyone wants appreciation. Um, even whether it's a store person, a barber, a, a housekeeper, a doctor... Poor old rabbis. I'm not, I'm not promoting rabbis, but it happens to be. I happen to be even to myself to my great dismay. Your teachers in life, you know, you know, people don't even appreciate. I'm sure you can, you know, teachers get very little appreciation, right? End of the year. End of the year, right? That, that's it. It's like you know, once a year. I, I tell my mother every Mother's Day. My father doesn't even know what Father's Day is. But, uh, my mother, like, uh, I say, Ima. I hold Mother's Day as a Christmas thing. I say for a guy. Who once a day, once a year, they think about their mother. Are you fine? You have a Mother's Day, but how kind of what kind of craziness is that? Once day, one day a year, you thank your mother. It's like you send her flowers, and that's appreciation, right? I mean, every day should be Mother's Day. Every day should be Father's Day, and quite frankly, every day should be Teacher's Day, right? If you really appreciate what a teacher is giving you knowledge, do you know what knowledge is? What a gift! Right? Every day should be Teacher's Day. I mean, really, every day should be Teacher's Day. What? <laughs> right? No, but try to talk to adult kids, to, to even people who are older who don't appreciate knowledge. Right? But th- they're the wrong perspective. I'm paying tuition. They have to do this. Right? There's a lack of appreciation. Right? It's just a lack of appreciation. 
Don't you think if a teacher, you know, of a, of a rabbi sees a Talmud, a student wants to learn and is appreciative, they want to give more. It's natural you want to give more. You want you invest in people who appreciate the knowledge. So here's our assignment for this week, and I, and I would say for the duration of this vod, okay. Um, if you want to take this to the next step, my suggestion is you keep a little notepad and you do this and you write it down every day. Call Yoyim every single day. Right? Please don't write this on Shabbos, write it on Saturday night. Call Yoyim. Lahatkir, Shloshimel, three people. Right? Three people. And to say thank you or to express, at least first of all, to recognize it, but, but better to actually articulate an appreciation. Thank you, my husband, for calling me for lunch. That's a card of appreciating the gift. Thank you, mailman, for bringing me the mail. Thank you, mom, for giving me a word of advice, even if it's unsolicited. I appreciate it. I thank you, thank you, my child, for picking up your dirty laundry. Of course, the child should do that, but most many children do not. This is great. The kids finally getting the lesson. I thank you. Our parents let us thank a child also. I think that's a health, very healthy thing. Okay? Thank you. Stop three times every single day and recognize three chasadim, three th- good things, and articulate thanks. That's our, 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 our modus operandi. We'll notice we'll have a lot more than three times a day. Even a day like today, I'm sure I would question how many of us have said thank you to three people today. Do we take it for granted that our husband came home in a good mood? Do we take it for granted that our kids share their homework? Thank you for sharing your homework with me. I appreciate seeing what you're doing in school. Thank you, right, for the person who, who uh, at work who said, how's your day? I don't know, thanks for asking how my day is. It's so nice of you to be concerned about me. You're a little perfunctory. Right? Stop three times a day. We'll realize there's chasadim, there's kindnesses all around us. And this is our, I would say, our... Uh, our opportunity for the weeks ahead to work on this, and we'll pick up next week. Any other any questions? Yes. We're talking about being grateful for things that we perceive as good for us, so that's almost intuitive. Somebody's doing you a favor, and you say thank you. Do you think but so? David Amel, well, maybe not intuitive. Maybe it's something you have to learn. Uh, how many people do you think thank their husbands for calling, or thank their children for picking up the laundry? I try. Or uh, oh, so you're, really you're so good. That's great. I'm not saying I'm good, but I try. But 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 David Amel had. When his son rebelled against him, he was he was grateful because he says, at least my son won't kill me. A stranger right. would kill me. Right. You can even in bad things, you can appreciate that it's not worse. Right. That's true. I mean, that's that's already we're gonna get there. No, 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 no. It's not. I don't think so. No. No. It's just if, you, if 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 your persona is one of gratefulness, you'll find gratitude in everything. Mm. It's it's not it's not some lofty level which I think everyone at this table is capable of that. Uh, of course, if you're not grateful for the things which are a lot more basic, you're not going to be grateful for those type of things. But if a person uh, inculcates gratitude, that's not, it's a, it's a level only because most people don't have basic gratitude. But when a person becomes a person of gratitude, they're able to, to reach that level. Now, when your son tries to kill you, granted, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's <laughs> a, a lofty level. But seeing even difficulties and being grateful and, and having gratitude in those moments of difficulties, that's something, I wouldn't call it easy, but something definitely uh, that we can all accomplish and we'll hopefully work on the next set. Okay. Thank you all for coming tonight. <laughs>